Welcome back to another episode of the Unfounded Podcast, everyone. My name is Christopher Turner, and I am your host. Thank you for uh, joining me again. Thank you for supporting the podcast over these last couple months while I've been on hiatus. Uh, it's been for good reason, and I'm here to fill you in on some of that, so that's exciting. Also, have the video episode here, new format for you, uh, which is part of what I want to talk about first off in the episode. Um, I wanted to, uh, first off, kind of let you guys know what I've been doing. So... Um, Initially, I uh, wanted to kind of do podcast episodes um, out kind of in different locations, and that's kind of still my, my goal with the podcast uh, to some degree, but it's also morphed in some other ways. Um, I, I, unfortunately, I didn't have the means to do it properly because I didn't have the right uh, equipment, I didn't have the right laptop, and I just had this, this uh, desktop PC. So um, fortunately, over Christmas, my very, very gracious parents... Uh, whom I love very much, bought me a uh, brand new laptop, and it's uh, it's beautiful. It's perfect for uh, what I need to use it for for this. So I'm going to be bringing you guys some really unique, cool, portable content from different locations, capturing the energies of those locations. Um, and for those of you who were looking forward to the mission episode um, that I was going to do out in Tucson, I did do kind of a, a version of that episode, um, actually. And it's on my new TikTok channel. And um, I've been doing a lot over the last couple of months on TikTok. That's partially why I've been doing the podcast, because I've been launching that. Uh, I've been doing small three-minute long segments, um, chained of videos, uh, miniature readings on there. So um, I really recommend you following me on TikTok. Uh, my name is at Chris the, the Sage. That's T-H-A Sage, Chris the Sage, um, at Chris the Sage. That's my uh, my handle. And on there, I have a bunch of content already, and there's going to be content coming every day. So that'll be a daily kind of reading that you can get if you want to go on there. That'll be for free every day. Um, in addition to that, the, uh, the podcast is going to be changing slightly. So um, if you'd like to, I'm going to be switching the podcast over to a sub- subscription model. So um, I really want to start offering you guys more in-depth content, more uh, content tailored specifically to you. Um, readings specifically. So uh, if you're interested in getting a more in-depth reading from me and you want to do it um, uh, kind of in a collective way, you don't necessarily want to do it uh, one-on-one basis because I don't have that set up quite yet, uh, then I'm going to offer uh, here uh, within the next couple of days, you'll see it pop up on the, uh, the Spotify and the Anchor app um, to subscribe. So it's going to be $5 a month if you'd like to subscribe. Uh, with that, you'll get at least, at the very least, one uh, collective uh, reading per week. That'll be at least probably 20 to 30 minutes long. Uh, that'll include tarot and other channeled messages. And then, uh, in addition to that, you're going to have, you'll have those every week. So you'll get probably anywhere from like four to five, um, additional readings a month for that $5. Um, there'll be additional content I'll post on there as well for only, uh, just only for subscribers. But for those of you who, uh, don't want to subscribe, that is perfectly fine. I'm still going to be offering the regular podcast for free as usual. But in addition to that, it's also going to be a available on more uh, platforms for you, easier to access. So uh, this is also going to be available on my Instagram page. It's going to be available on my Facebook page. um, And I'll have the links in here for you as well in the description so you guys can access those. Um, It's also going to be on my TikTok page. So TikTok now offers 10-minute videos. So I'm going to divide this up into 10-minute segments. And you can also access it that way in addition to watching it on Spotify yourself or listening on any of the other platforms that you've grown accustomed to up until this point. So... With that all out of the way, um, I'm really excited for the subscription, guys. It's just a way that you can help support me and the podcast grow. Um, We are growing very substantially uh, on TikTok, and we've got a lot of uh, traffic moving over from that venue, too. So I'm excited to uh, see what the future holds uh, for the podcast. Uh, Also, I've been doing a lot more music, and that's going to be a big focus. So that's partially uh, also why I haven't been on the podcast as much as I've been focusing on getting these new messages, this new medium learned and kind of launched uh, with a little bit of a a base, you know, a a follower base, and then also um, starting to write music and focus more in on practicing uh, my art forms and really uh, honing them so that I can start to show them to the world, right? Uh, so, and I've been doing that, (laughs) so good, uh, uh, which is good. So, um, I'm going to be showing you more of that. If you'd like to, I have a couple little examples, uh, nothing super significant, but a couple little examples on my TikTok page as well. So for now, check me out on TikTok if you want to keep up to date with me, um, on kind of like a daily basis, but otherwise keep checking back on Anchor or your other, uh, podcast platforms. So 
without further ado, it's been a while uh, again since I've been here. So let's start it off with something familiar so we can get back into the flow of things. Um, behind me, I've got my uh, my little Buddha book and I'd like to start it off with that. So give me one second while I grab that, okay? All right. So I've got the Buddha book here. And uh, again, I think I have it, excuse me. Uh, I think I had a little itch there. Um, yeah, it's backwards and upside down unfortunately. Um, yeah. So I forgot to flip the video before I recorded this. So next time it'll be flipped for you so you can actually see what I'm reading. But um, this is uh, The Sayings of the Buddha, Reflections for Every Day by William Ray. And we've done a bunch from this book. Uh, really grateful to William Ray for all of the insight and inspiration that comes from this beautiful little book. I found this for like $5.99, I think, in like a discount bin at Barnes & Noble. It's a fantastic find if you ever stumble upon it. So Without further ado, let's see what the angels, the ancestors, the guides have for us today. Hmm. Page 132 and 133. So those are angel numbers for you. I would look up especially 133. That's a repeating number, right? So uh, check those out. We can check them out here in just a second. Um, it says on page 132, Who makes unbounded love to become mindful he sees the attachments all destroyed. Hmm. Who makes unbounded love to become mindful. He sees the attachments all destroyed. Hmm. So what I thought of initially was kind of more the mindful. It's out of place, right? It's right in the middle of there and it just says mindful. So I was like, what does that mean in the context? Usually these passages, guys, we um, they, they don't make sense. Like they don't flow properly with modern day English. So yeah, usually we throw them away, kind of baby with the bathwater problem. But uh, they're, they're that way for a reason. They're that way on purpose. <laughs> they sounded that way even in their day, I think at least, I don't know. Um, but they're there to analyze not only at kind of a um, verbiage level, but at like a phonetic level too and like a structure uh, level, you know, language structure level. I don't know whatever word to use, but um, so mindful is in the middle of a sentence and it says, who makes unbounded love to become mindful? He sees the attachments all destroyed. So who makes unbounded love to become? Unbounded love would be um, kind of opening yourself up to the world. That's the way I'm seeing it. Kind of uh, allowing your heart to be something that isn't closed off to the people and things that are showing you love right now, right? Um, showing your light to the world. That's how I'm seeing who makes unbounded love to become. That's that, that to become means like a, an ongoing process, I believe, right? Um, who dreams of making love unbounded, right? And doing this continuously, finding the way to unbound and bridle themselves and block their heart from the, the walls that like, almost habitually raise themselves as we venture through the world, right? So who makes unbounded love to become mindful? He sees the attachments all destroyed. He sees the attachments all destroyed. What are attachments? What are things that aren't you, right? Things that are added onto you, parts of you that were never meant to be there that uh, can fall away can die, right? But in the best way, so that you can be more clearly defined as you raise those walls and let your love shine through, the things that aren't you, they become more obvious, right? I, I believe that's what this passage speaks of, passage speaks of, and it speaks to what you've been going through as a listener, what you're being asked of and what you've been asked of and what we are all being asked of, <clears throat> excuse me, collectively. Uh, as a species and bridle yourself from the pain of your past by unblocking your heart that's mm. page 132 moving to page 133 <clears throat> if during the whole of life a fool lives with a wise man he never knows the path of wisdom as the spoon never knows the taste of soup I like that one. <laughs> Let's do that one one more time. 
If during the whole of life a fool lives with a, with a wise man, he never knows the path of wisdom as the spoon never knows the taste of soup. Hmm. Many of us often will look back on our lives <clears throat> and criticize the people that we've had in our lives, me included, right? Um, and we'll criticize kind of the treatment that we've experienced. We'll criticize kind of the quality of friends we've had. We've, we'll criticize um, the ways in which we've been hurt relative to other people. Um, we'll make this fairness idea so prevalent in our head that we can't seem to escape it, which is a very nice segue to the point of today's episode, fairness, but we're not quite there yet. There's this way in which we like to think that if we would have had only this or that, only this person or that at this specific time, or only this advantage or that advantage, or the lack of this disadvantage or that disadvantage, that we would have been different. This whole thing could have been somehow better. Relative to what? I don't know. I guess it's relative to whatever emotion you're feeling in that moment that you're in this place. But it's an illusion. You, your life is specific to you, like a fingerprint. Every experience, the good and the bad, are all part of you intentionally running away from that is like the most fundamental thing you can do to harm harm yourself the trick is most people say they aren't running away from themselves and that may be true but it's usually only true in the context context of what you know about yourself right who are you and if that question is hard to answer then there's a part of you that you're running away from you just don't know you are, right? We try to tell ourselves that we need some kind of perfect example to show us what we could be, when in reality, you are the example. It lives inside of you, inside your heart, ironically enough. Your true desires. Your fears are masked by these things. <laughs> by Your fears mask these things, not by these things. You need to go through a little bit of darkness. You need to have a little bit of ignorance. You need to try an idea that's not gonna work and feel the defeat of failure. To know that you're the thing that can rise out of it, that you can be wrong, that that's the way you learn, that you can build something new out of something that has crumbled. And that new life is always worth it. So let's read this again. If during the whole of life a fool lives with a wise man, he never knows the path of wisdom, as the spoon never knows the taste of soup. So what is the path of wisdom then? It's the path of pain. If you want to know what the universe is, then what you're asking for is to walk where others don't tread, where other people don't want to go. That means you're going to have to feel some things that other people don't want to feel, including yourself. You're going to have to experience some things that will tear you apart at a fundamental level and make you feel like the only thing in this entire universe. So that you can understand God. So you can understand the other. So you can understand you. And you can realize you. <laughs> All right. But one of the ways we can limit ourselves in this is by focusing on this idea of what's fair. And before we go deeper into that idea, because we're going to do some research, I have a cool setup here, guys. I'm really excited to show you where you can now kind of see what I'm looking up and everything in a more aesthetically pleasing uh, kind of setup. At least I hope it's more aesthetically pleasing for you. Um, <clears throat> so... Let's move on because I want to do a little bit of a reading here for you. Um, I'm not going to stop that in the regular episodes just because I'm offering the subscription, right? Um, 
I want you to be able to kind of engage, even if you can't afford to, because I, uh, I honestly never have the resources to support in the way I would like to all of the people that have helped me along the way. So I understand. And I'm still going to offer whatever I can to you. Okay. So um, that being said, let's do a reading. Intuitively, the last couple of days have been kind of odd energy moving out of Christmas. Um, Christmas was a very positive and uplifting. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas, wonderful holidays, if you do celebrate that holiday. If not, whatever holiday you do celebrate, I hope you had a wonderful one. Um, and there's a weird energy moving out of that. And I think it's because we're moving towards the culmination of something. We're moving towards the new year. And that usually happens after Christmas, I've noticed. It, we tend to kind of pull back... Um, into a, more of a reflection mode, right? As we go into the new year and thinking of what we've been through this last year. And so that's a big energy right now that you're in. That If you are feeling kind of confused as to why you might feel a little low, even though you have all the you know, positive energy around you, um, it's because you're, you're processing what you've been through. 2022 was a big year for a lot of people, including myself. <clears throat> all of us empaths are waking up right now. And it's really doing something for the collective, um, the collective consciousness is coming online. <clears throat> that means we've all been through a lot this year uh, and the years prior. And so it's not only reflecting on that, it's, it's reflecting on like kind of leaving this past world behind uh, and stepping through a doorway of sorts, um, starting to go on a journey that you define and nobody else defines, finally, right? finally because you've done the work and you trust yourself you know who you are and you believe in yourself as you always should and as you always should have right so let's pull a card i'm going to pull one card here for uh initially from the just the standard rider weight tarot <clears throat> i'm gonna shuffle here on camera you can't see it on this angle but i'll show you the cards i hope you can hear it hear me shuffling i'm holding it up to the microphone at least <laughs> all right angels and ancestors what card does the collective need to see right now oh, that's a couple cards top one okay i heard top one in my head so we're gonna take the top one on this one i haven't looked at it yet i'm just gonna put these down first when those flipped over i see the five of wands so that gives us like a little bit of context you might feel like you're kind of in a battle of sorts, maybe with others around you or with yourself internally. Um, <clears throat> kind of speaks of what I was talking about. Maybe some of this reflection energy, past versions of yourself popping back out of you in weird ways. Um, you having to, to recognize that you're not going backwards, that you're releasing something to like something about that. I'm getting initially off of that, just that context card. And then we have, yeah, for our, our overall energy right now, we have the five of cups. Okay, so here I'm going to show you this card in case you could focus on it. So the Five of Cups, I don't know if I can, if I should hold it further away or should I? There we go. It's a little better. Um, you can see it's a really beautiful card. There's, uh, yeah. Sorry, I had a weird thought go through my head. Um, there's a lot of color on this card is what I was thinking, but it like, came in a weird way. Um, I've never looked at the color of the, the liquid on the ground here. Um, but it's like a blood color, right? Um, and we were talking about the heart initially. A lot of gold in this as well. I see a bridge in water, and I see obviously the person standing here cloaked in blue, so cloaked in the emotions, covered in the emotions. Somewhat of a hermit look. Somewhat of a hermit energy right now to this card. Um, see the person cloaked in their emotions and... Um, Kind of reflecting on kind of what's past them yeah what's past them i see this as the bridges you've crossed right the bridge in the background is i feel like you've come from that direction you're looking back on your past the past your home you know where you used to live all these kind of things and it's given you kind of a a weird feeling of of sorry for the uh, distracting in and out of focus guys but it's getting you a, a weird feeling of nostalgia but it's also like causing you to feel like you've lost something some piece of you you bled for something um but the point of this card is to 
look at one, there's balance between the gold and the blue here, right? It's more of like earth energy and, and air energy. And, and then you have the cups, right? It's a fairly, fairly balanced card, except for the fact that there's no fire, right? The red usually symbolizes passion. So even with that, there's a little bit of passion there too. There's a way in which this energy initially, Five of Cups, usually represents some kind of emotional loss or feeling like you've lost something. But also, at the same time, it, it also represents the, significant, the, the fact that you still have something. There's two cups out of the five, and two represents partnership um, uh, and, and love in some way. And so, union. And I, I feel like what you're walking away from is like this past life this past version of yourself that was kind of very passionate about certain things that you thought were going to be your path that you really thought was going to be the way that you were going to end up going and you put a lot of effort and time and energy you built an entire city there um but at some point you realized you had to leave it and when you did you you, you lost you feel like you lost a part of yourself but what you gained is so much more and there's this golden land that you can't really see on the picture but it's kind of um implied uh, as you look at it there's this like land of I hear milk and honey in my head kind of at your back as soon as you turn around as soon as you're done with this reflection process not that it's a bad or bad thing so I, I get that this this card is really calling calling you to focus on the fact that you've 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 gained a relationship that you'll never lose a partnership you'll never lose and that is the partnership with the divine i'm getting that you're an intuitive person you've probably been following the podcast for a while or you may have been doing this uh, before you found the podcast and that you you've gone through something you recognize some some truth about the universe at least to the level where the universe works with you now and those are those two cups it's your relationship with the universe right there It's what's going to start fulfilling you more and more every day as you go down this path and this journey of, of speaking your truth. It doesn't mean you have to be a tarot reader. It doesn't mean you have to be a psychic medium or anything like that, right? A sage. It, you can, your version of it can be anything. It's just your truth. That's what's so beautiful, guys, is everybody can be whatever they want to be. The message is for everybody. It always has been. And the message is coming through really hard right now really strongly, really hard is a weird way to put it, <laughs> but really strongly. Um, the sorrow is over with. You're just in the reflection period and that reflection period doesn't last for very long. So don't worry about it. You've created something. You need to celebrate that, but also let yourself rest. Let yourself feel all of the emotion that you need to and just let it go. Let it flow like the water, right? Let it flow, always. This life is for you. It's always happening for you, not to you, right? So it's a beautiful message from that to start off with. Uh, let me get one other card here from the deck back here. We're gonna do an angels and ancestors. Uh, tarot card this is from the angels and ancestors oracle card deck by kyle gray and this is one of my favorites this is one of the first decks i ever bought actually guys um it's really popular you can find it on amazon uh or i think even barnes and noble other places like that but let's see what we get here for the collective it's been a tough energy the last couple months guys ever since 11 11 there was a big portal uh that opened and kind of ushered us into a new new earth of sorts and there's been a lot of kind of residual energy since then. Um, a lot of releasing and kind of equalizing yourself back to this new plane of existence because we're in a new reality, <clears throat> essentially. A reality where you can more readily manifest your desires because if you're listening to this, you stepped through that portal. You already did it, right? So stop putting pressure on yourself. You can't make a mistake. There's no mistakes, just detours, right? we need to see what is our oracle message for today I heard three in my head 
<clears throat> Bottom of the deck we have the Stargazer. Set yourselves high sights higher. Beautiful, huh? These cards are incredibly inspirational because there's like a life in the images that's like looking at a Da Vinci painting or something. Not that good, like not like a, like um, technically I mean, but like there's this life in the eyes of the characters that you see, the faces on these cards that really speak to me. It says, it says set yourself higher, your sights higher. So there's a way in which you... Um, you need to recognize the parts of yourself that are special and that deserve to be recognized and that um, only you can manifest and how you've already become this superstar uh, because you are more fully aligned with who you are. Um, as you complete steps and stages in the awakening experience, it becomes very hard to recognize when you've completed one. The best way to usually recognize it, unfortunately, is things start to get a little bit harder. But there's a way in which you kind of have to carve out space to recognize and reflect on what you've been through to, to, to give yourself credit, right, is what I'm getting. And in that credit, you'll set your, your sights higher because you'll recognize you're something that deserves to have more, right? You've earned it. You've earned it. The other card is the knight. It says, be brave and honest. Knight, be brave and honest. See the peace on his face? There's roses behind him, which is very significant to me. I was just out in the garden before I came in here. We don't have a garden, but in the backyard. And there was a rose bush that's very significant to me because I gave it to my dad for my grandmother for his birthday a couple of years ago, and he planted it. And I was out there preparing for the podcast, and... What do you know? But one rose in the middle of the winter, completely out, blossomed, uh, almost exactly the same color as on this. That one rose. Beautiful. And we just had rain today. It's kind of a rainy, dreary day. And so there was a little bit of water and dew on the leaves. And it was something you don't see in the Phoenix Desert very often. But it seems significant to me, especially with this message of lowering the walls, this heart and passionate message. Um this message of kind of reflecting but also um, honoring yourself <clears throat> says be brave and honest and I think what context this is speaking of is in the context of whatever you're creating whatever your idea is whatever your dream is be brave and honest and actualizing that and how do you actualize that well by speaking it your words are magic that's how we create in the world that is your wand words and wand so speak it. If you've never said out loud, think about it. Ask yourself, have I ever said out loud what I actually think I am, what I want to be, what my biggest, wildest dream is? Have I ever called myself that out loud? And if you haven't, do it. And also ask yourself why you haven't, because it'll give you a little bit of a context to how you can block yourself and how the whole ascension process works. Right? So... That's what I've got for the tarot cards today, guys. Um, I hope that helps. Um, again, we're going to get more specific messages. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, like I said, five bucks a month, you'll get at least four or five, uh, four to five uh, individual readings uh, for the collective, but also obviously a much smaller collective uh, if you're part of the subscriber audience. So it'll be more specific to you. Um, all right. So <clears throat> without further ado, let us roll right into it which is what I think I say every time when I listen back to the podcast. Uh, because the topic today that I have is fairness. And we have a really, oh, excuse me, I'm kind of up here. It's weird. My face is very big in this, this new perspective. So it's like, it's weird when I go to itch anything or like adjust myself, I can see it in like big detail and it's weird. Um, <clears throat> so I have this new uh, layout and I can kind of incorporate you guys into some of the research like I uh, have done before, but this is going to be a little bit easier to look at and a little more pleasing. So Today, the um, topic is fairness, and it's a topic that, oddly enough, I, I thought of and I wanted to come, I got so passionate about it about three or four days ago, um, actually through a TikTok video, uh, and it wasn't talking about fairness, but it was something in the message that I listened to, and I can't remember exactly what it was at this point in time, but... <clears throat> 
something hit me in the idea of fairness and how fairness is a really dangerous idea um, when put into proper context. But before we get into kind of that depth and I guess criticizing the idea, uh, let's figure out what it is first, right? So um, let's go ahead and pull up. Um, well, actually, let's go to this one. We get full page. So here's kind of a full page uh, so you guys can follow along. But let's pull up a... I'm going to go to Google. I want to search Bing. Definition of fairness, right? Wikipedia. Did I spell it right? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Let's see, it says, fairness or being fair can refer to justice, equity, social justice. That's kind of, hmm. Doesn't look like it's actually together there. Let's go to this one. Fairness is the concept in sociology, law, and generally in society that something should be equal and not be a contradiction to accepted standards. <clears throat> It's related to justice in both the legal and sociological sense. I'm also getting your throat chakra, guys. Like, uh, do some work on your throat chakra, right? Whether that's getting kind of anything with yellow stone, um, or uh, is it yellow or orange? I believe it's yellow. Um, uh, working on kind of expressing yourself, singing, any of these things, um, writing, uh, journaling, uh, those will all help. But your throat chakra, because I'm getting a lot of congestion when I came on here. Um, well, let's see here. Um, fairness is also treating others equally or in a way that is considered right or reasonable. Fairness can mean sameness, where everything is kept equal by being the same. Fairness can also mean deservedness, meaning a person gets what they deserve. People who are successful by working hard get what they deserve. People who are lazy and do not work hard get less. This is an example, right? Fairness can also be based on need. Those who have more should give more to help others. This is based on the concept that people have obligations to each other. It's also a very, very um, insidious way to implant uh, a Marxist idea into the psyche of people <laughs> because that is word for word almost um, comes from the, the Marxist manifesto. This idea that from to each, um, I forget what the actual quote is, but anyway, this is a very, um, this idea in general is the, in the equity and equalization and um, the fairness also can be based on need. Those who have more should give more to help others, that idea, right? Um, which on the surface, I agree with. I'm not saying that's a bad concept, but there's this concept built in that relates to um, uh, kind of the, the Marxist ideals. So, <clears throat> um this isn't based on the concept that people have obligations to each other. Judges, lawmakers, referees, and teachers are among those expected to be fair in their decisions. Fairness is keeping decisions free from any form of discrimination. Right. In the United States, fairness has long been a battle between equity, equality and equity. Equality is the idea everyone should have an equal opportunity. If all the horses in a race start from the same point, the horse that wins is the fastest. Fastest. Equity is the idea that the adjustments need to be made to make things fair for both entities. One should get more than the other because that would be fair in this sense. For example, in the game of golf, when playing a skilled golfer, a less skilled golfer may be given a handicap or extra points at the start of the game. This is to help make the final score fair for both players or to judge accurately how well they're playing against themselves. Right? So... This idea of fairness is built very deeply into us and it's because it's a social idea in some ways a law that um, has kind of molded our perception of reality it's one of the hardest concepts to teach kids fairness any parent will know this if you sit down or uh, if you have a child or if you've ever been kind of in a um a point where you've had to take care of a kid and they've they've approached you with some aspect or some experience that was unfair, you'll recognize very quickly it's very hard to explain the concept of fairness to even a kid, right? Um, it's sometimes even harder, oddly enough. It's more complicated than we like to think. And it doesn't make as much sense as we like to think. 
right? So fairness is about When we explain it to kids, we try to explain it in the context of, okay, you had some experience. Something happened to you that um, you don't think should have happened, right? And when you try to explain to a child why they've bumped their elbow or why somebody treated them badly, the best thing you can get to usually is um, something like if you the universe or God or um, luck or karma or whatever kind of has a way of dealing with these things, right? Um, That if you treat people fairly or if you act in a fair way, then what you get back in the world is something like fairness. Uh, A fair experience. That the world will reflect fairness to you when you go out into it. But that's where the trick is, right? Because it doesn't. It doesn't reflect back this fairness when you go back into it, especially modern day. So we unintentionally kind of, by not being able to explain why bad things happen to kids and children, set them up for a certain kind of existential crisis as they enter the world. Uh, Because they don't understand properly, we don't understand properly as human beings that you're going to experience some things that are so deeply, incredibly unfair that the only way you'll be able to recover from them is to rectify your misunderstanding of fairness internally. If that makes sense. Because it doesn't really exist. The same way morality doesn't. It's balance. Again, it's always balance. Guys. When you approach a situation with the idea of making it as fair as possible, you try to make sure that you're doing to everybody else or to the other entity exactly what you would expect back from them. You enter into an agreement every time you treat somebody fairly that they're going to treat you the same way, right? And when you don't experience it back, there's a way in which that will slowly crumble your perception of reality. If you grew up in a world that kind of maintained that fairness to an unrealistic nature, an unrealistic degree, if you went to, you know, as we do with children and we put them through this hyper unrealistic environment nowadays of school uh, that doesn't mirror the real world in any significant way so that when they experience it and enter into it um, they're immediately bombarded with this sense of unfairness because there's nobody there to equalize everything there's nobody there to tell on you know there's nobody there to uh, you know fix the problems that aren't being fixed. And so you experience unfairness. And you experience from other people because other people become traumatized as they grow up. You know, they other people take advantage of you. Other people trick you and manipulate you. Other people hurt you. And as you continue through the world, you start to learn that there's not a lot of fairness in it. But why it's dangerous is if you're told that that's the way the world is and you keep getting treated unfairly, who do you blame? There's only one thing in the equation that could be wrong, right? You. I must not be acting right. I must not be doing something. I must you know, must not be treating people fairly myself. I must, you know, I must have done something wrong. I must be out of alignment. I must, you know, you criticize. Reality, what you are is just this thing. You're just this being, whatever your name is. You're given that name. 
and you vibrate at a very specific frequency and you do what you do whatever it is that's specifically you that you do and you know what it is you know you do this one thing you twitch your nose or you eat this one type of candy that you've done since you were a kid it's you and all you know to do if you let go of control, you raise and lower and lower those walls, right? You feel in love unconditionally. All you know to do is be you, is to be that, that kid. That child version of you that just wanted every dream you've ever had to be a reality and recognized at those moments that it could be. All you have to do is recognize in these moments that's still true. It still can be. Your dreams can still be a reality, whether you're 15 or 75. Because this world is for you. Right? And the best way to approach it is to recognize that fairness isn't a thing that exists. You're going to experience unfairness, for sure. You're going to experience discrimination, for sure. You're going to experience lack, for sure. You're going to experience unnecessary pain and torture for sure. Because that's what this is. But you're also going to experience joy and love and happiness, satisfaction, contentment, peace, serenity, ecstasy. You're going to experience all that too. If you let yourself, if you recognize those can experience, those can exist in the same place. Heaven can be hell and hell can be heaven. Two sides of the same coin. So there's nothing about this that's fair. No. There's nothing about this that ever was. If you want to prove it to you at a deeper level, just look in nature. Right? How fair is it to be, you know, uh, a sea turtle pup or baby, whatever they call them, you know, crawling for freedom seconds after being birthed in, into this world and being snatched up by a seagull or a sea lion? You know, what would the experience of being born into a nest as a bird and being snatched out of a, that same nest by a hawk, right? It's not fair. It just is. And you're a piece of that system. You're a part of nature. Nature doesn't care about fairness. It doesn't care about equalizing. It doesn't care about equality or equity. It cares about being. The balance. If you want to call equity or equality the balance, then sure. But it doesn't try to institute it. It just recognizes it already exists. By default, this is the balance. You're in it. You're just not recognizing half of it. And you're calling the other half unfair. <laughs> Do you see? Because you calling everything unfair is what's holding you back. It's what's holding all of us back in this modern day. This idea that we need to have some equity before we can move forward. Somebody needs to give us something because we've been through something. No. You went through something because you're strong enough to go through something and you already gained everything you're going to get from that because you were stronger. Keep waiting around for something more, you'll wait forever. The fairest thing that could happen to you is for you to be who you are, truly, to realize your full potential, truly. And the only way that happens is for you to experience unfairness because you aren't that right now. Or you'd already be there. Right? You need to experience something that isn't whatever you are now. And I bet you think you're put together right now, don't you? Just like I do. <laughs> so you gotta be knocked around. And that's unfair. 
You don't want fairness. If you want fairness, you want stagnancy. Stagnancy. You want comfort. You want more of the same. Or degradation. Because more of the same is degradation. Entropy is a law of the universe. If you don't try to make something organized and whole, it degrades. By default. It doesn't stay still, it degrades. That's why iron rusts and houses fall down. Right. So let go of this side of you that feels like you need to wait for the world to be a fair place to be a player in it. You're going to be waiting for a long time. <clears throat> Instead, <clears throat> excuse me, clear your throat and speak your truth. Instead, put on your pseudo armor and go out into the battlefield and recognize there's no better day to fight. There's no better day to feel it. Instead of running from the pain, recognize, hey, if I can choose when to experience it, I'll take it. Sooner rather than later, please. At least I can see where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. When you accept that the world is not a fair place, and you start looking for ways in which you can exercise yourself in it, regardless of how fairly it treats you, you become something that's stronger than this social conception that has restricted you your whole life. You start to create, you start to present yourself, you start to speak more fully, you start to treat people better because you're not waiting for them to treat you fairly. You don't expect them to. You know they're going to treat you unfairly. And you know you're strong enough to handle it because you are who you are. You're the thing that walks right through it. Right? You were made this way. And if you experience unfairness, it's because there's some lesson in it. There's no more you should take from that. No more outward projection that will help you. No more, I, I, no more identifying who did it that will make it better. Because it won't. Because you'll find it. Because it's unfair. And then you'll get stuck. Spinning in a circle, screaming at the top of your lungs. Hey, it's unfair. It's unfair. And everybody's like, yeah, fucking A it is. It's unfair as shit. And then you just, yep. You spiral because you're focusing on something that <laughs> you're never going to change. It's a fundamental aspect of the universe. You experienced low vibration. You experienced the downside of the curve. But all you want to do is focus on where it took you instead of allowing it to take you back up. So where do you stay? Where are you looking? In fairness. <laughs> I guess I'm not a big fan of the concept. I didn't know that before starting this episode, guys. <laughs> it's refreshing to be back on here. <clears throat> it's refreshing to be speaking with all of you because, um, you know, these these are the things I speak about these things because because these are the things that have held me back, right, and hold me back. You know, partially why I speak of this is is. As you wake up, you know, if you are psychic, if you are sensitive, which I believe we all are, but as you, if you are somebody that's tuning into that at this point, you will recognize, unfortunately, that as you start to sense people, that isn't always a pleasant thing. That you don't get to choose when you feel them. Right? And so... As you start to speak your truth, you get to feel all of that positive energy. You know, you'll feel all of the, the positivity from people that are impressed by you and love you for speaking your truth. And then you get to experience the other side of it too. Just all of the people that are hurt by it because they aren't expressing their version of it. You can feel that. 
So bittersweet's a good way to explain what it feels like to be psychic and to be waking up or to be woken up. And it's not fair. But it's worth it. For sure. And I'm getting that that's what you're being called to. Don't be scared. You're seeing me for a reason. You know, I'm not exactly the top of the podcast list at this moment in time, even though we will be there some point. <laughs> you know, so if you're seeing me now, there's a reason you're seeing me. All you're being asked to do is just embrace yourself a little bit more and love who you've become. I don't have to explain to you how much energy is around you because you can hear him right now. <laughs> Can't you? Yeah. So, with that, guys, that's going to be the Unfounded Podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and I will be back here soon. I don't know exactly how many episodes I'm going to do a week of the standard podcast yet. Um, there'll be at least one right but there could be more than one i'm thinking maybe two uh to start with just so we keep it at a reasonable scale because i also am going to be doing other videos that just take some editing it's a lot of editing a lot of other time behind the scenes that you don't see right so trying to schedule it out properly so i'm not uh making a life that i don't want to be a part of because <laughs> that's what you do when you make something right i'm designing my life how much of this do I feel like I can do and how much of the TikTok can I do? How much Facebook and how much Instagram? How much tarot and how much channeling? It's up to you. That's the beauty in it. Because you're free. Or you're freeing yourself. So just keep going. Because it feels good. And I want to send you a lot of love. Because... Uh, you deserve it. And I can feel you right now as a listener on the other end of this. I can feel you. And it's good things. <laughs> you should be very proud of yourself. So come back and join us again here soon within the next couple of days. Um, like, share, subscribe. Follow me on TikTok at Chris the Sage. Uh, or check out my Facebook, Instagram pages, uh, The Unfounded Podcast. You can just search it. It should pop up for you. Uh, alrighty. And uh, I want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart. And I'll be back on here soon. Bye.